This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver. The reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO rocks. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts, fire up the ignition, and drop the hammer. Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. WFO, what's up? We're back, baby. We're now back. The Ignition Podcast is back on the air. The latest edition, the first Ignition of April. I'm Joe Costello, WFO Joe. Follow along on Twitter or Instagram, along with my co-host slash sidekick, Giovanni in Miami. What's up, Giovanni? How are you doing? I was well on the southern front. All right. Am I on? Am I on this time? Yeah, you're on this time. This time you're on. Everything's good. It's all good. And we're back. We're back from the big spring break a week ago, which feels like a million years ago already. Uh, So many things happening between the last show and this show the bristol dirt races happen we got all that to talk about and catch up we're going to catch everybody up on that our fantasy league scores we're going to get into it all we're looking forward to martinsville we're looking ahead to many great things and looking back at many great things but mostly just connecting with the audience like hey guys wfo Hopefully you out there in the WFO universe have been feeling great and doing great and having fun and going on your own little adventures, some of which may include WFO out there as you listen on your iPod, if anybody has that anymore, uh, your phone, your earbuds, or wherever you choose to listen to the podcast. going to have a big week, big week of NHRA Nitro, uh, Alan Reinhardt. And uh, then on Wednesday, we're going to have Dave Fletcher and hopefully... Richard Hartman. And if you don't know Dave, Dave's been involved in the sport for a long time. And so has Richard. And they're both uh, crew guys that do stuff. Uh, Dave is the track specialist for Don Schumacher Racing. And Richard is car chief for Tim Wilkerson. But he just set the world record for a fuel altered. Went the first four second run at over 300 miles per hour and a fuel altered at the Texas Motorplex at Funny Car Chaos. So there's a lot to get into. And then on Thursday, Bo Butner, Randy Lynn, Bo just won the spring fling, plus promoted the Southern Sportsman Showdown. We're going to catch up with uh, Bo and see what he's got to say. And maybe Randy Lynn. Like, that would be cool if it all worked out. So got a big week here on WFO. You're going to be loving it, definitely. And uh, we'll get to the next weekend. That's it. We're just stringing together the weekends. It's what it's all about. And then there'll be another ignition show. And we'll be talking about what happened in Martinsville Saturday night under the lights. And we'll talk about that big wet weather test that happened out there. Like, could we start seeing wet weather tires on ovals? Like, wow, that's mind blowing. Except, uh, yeah, I think maybe we could. But we'll get into all of that. Uh, but first, I want to tell my story. And we, I saw Godzilla versus King Kong. I want to do a movie review about that. Godzilla versus Kong. I have always been, from the very beginning, a big Godzilla fan. When I was a kid, I loved Godzilla, the original. And it always scared me. 
And so, as you know, this Godzilla versus Kong movie is out. I don't see how anybody could possibly have avoided that because the marketing has been really good and there's really not a lot else going on. And those two things have kind of brought the world together. And if you had HBO Max, you got to watch it brand new for free. It's just part of your subscription, which is like, what? So I'll get into that. Godzilla versus Kong. And, you know, you could probably tell I didn't hate it. That's for sure. I did not hate Godzilla versus Kong. And then we'll do Sports Collision, the show within a show that everybody loves, as this is at time of recording, the uh, NCAA March Madness Finals will feature Gonzaga and Baylor battling it out after that incredible three-point prayer by Jalen Suggs. That is a miracle shot, like a prayer. I don't know if it's a miracle shot. Well, yeah, any shot like that to win the game, to send you to the finals is a miracle shot, man. That's it. It's, uh, you know, it's the ultimate buzzer beater, except he didn't win the finals. Like To win the finals that way would be something. But, yeah, you know, a big bank shot from half court. That's well, not- it was I think it was from the from about halfway in of half court. I, I'd say it was about 28 to 30 feet out. So that's why I'm not it's not a miracle. I think it's it's fairly I don't want to say it's completely luck either, but that's like a Steph Curry kind of shot. He nails those all the time. And I'm not com- want to comparing this kid necessarily to Curry, but I don't think it's a complete miracle. I think that, you know. It's a good well, long like shot. Not a miracle. But it's not like it feels like a three quarter court miracle that you know that they throw that they have to throw it kind of like a football pass. You know, like yeah, it, or he took a shot. Like he actually, bounced, it was a shot. It was just like a thirty foot shot, and it went in, and he banked it in straight. And time ran out and hover on the rim, and then roll in and out. No, yeah, I get it. It was just a long bank shot that went in, but whatever, it sent his team to the final, and that's that. So we'll keep you up on that. And uh, whatever else Geo's got going on for the uh, for the sports collision show within a show, we'll be putting up the link for the uh, for the Patreons too. Do you know that we have thirty seven Patreons for this show? Thirty seven oh, WFO patrons. It's uh, pretty amazing. They got Monday motivation. My favorite listeners. Well, they uh, <laughs> their favorite hosts clearly because they have stepped up to support the show behind the scenes. You know, we've got our great sponsors and we love our great sponsors of the NHRA Nitro show talking about Marvin Rodak and Rodak's coffee and grills.com and total seal piston rings. There's a new episode of hidden horsepower up with an interview featuring an interview with Warren Johnson that was uh, recorded at the engine performance expo. It's kind of like a best of the engine performance expo, but it's still WJ for 30 minutes. And so if you like Warren, you're definitely going to like that episode. Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School saw that bit. I think I uh, shared it out there with the social feeds. Uh, Tony Stewart talking about going to Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School. It was pretty amazing. And uh, Tony has, uh, you know, he's got a new appreciation for drag racing, which is great. You can find out one for yourself at frankhawley.com. Samtech.edu, the School of Automotive Machinists and Technology. Start your education at full speed. Samtech.edu. And, of course, you can get WFO gear at NitroFishRacing.com or just go to the WFO store, WFORadio.com, and catch up. You know, we got face coverings. Geo, the face covering action has slowed down a little bit, though, man. People are over the face coverings. It's, it's just it. Pandemic is over now. They're not, they're not really, I'm going to say wearing them because I was out today. I went to FedEx. I had to drop off a package at the FedEx. 
And I went out there and I looked a little to the left and I looked a little to the right and I was like, hmm, pandemic is over. I don't know if that's a good thing. They were talking about the fourth wave, the fourth wave. Sounds like a channel on Sirius XM. Fourth wave. <laughs> Some crappy music. Yeah, it's like, you know, basic <laughs> bass or something. It came around in the mid to late 90s, the, the era between 1996 and 1998 is <laughs> the fourth wave. But I don't know. I will say, though, I will say to the WFO universe, this is a little weird, but I will tell you, I will announce that I am partially vaccinated. Yes, that's right. I am partially vac- vaccinated. And that news comes ahead of our analysis of Joey Logano's victory at Bristol. Yes. Well, I've been on board on this whole thing. You know, we're, we're retracing a basic a year of pandemic, right? Like the pandemic now that we're going through every day is a new day of the what the pandemic history was. If that makes any sense. And all these events that are happening, you know, you think about what happened a year ago and where we were. And, and to me, it's incredible education. Like, did we do a terrible job? Did we do a good job? Did we do terribly good? Like, we just don't know. It's, it's, a, it's, you know, how many other pandemics do we have to compare it to? But it's been very interesting to think about it in terms of that. But I did secure the vaccine. You and bastard, the, you left me behind. I did. <laughs> I did. I left you behind. You're, you've been left behind. I'm now an evolved person. I have the new vaccination. I have the next evolution in humanity making changes inside my body, correcting my DNA as we speak. You know, I don't need reading glasses anymore. That's one of the weird side effects. Dude, that would be great. (laughs) Where are the powers, man? Come on, I keep waiting to feel some sort of power. I'm trying to move things with my mind. I'm trying to lay things on fire. I can't do any of it. You know, like George C. Scott, and then her powers will be transferred to me. And none of it. I got none of it. You know what I did have? I, I mean, I think I'm having like some sort of a, a reaction. Nothing that is not worth it, but just congestion. Just like, but then again, our allergies down here have been terrible, terrible. Like my parents tell me every day and everybody I know is like, they're all having terrible allergies. Polly, the white guy, the pollen, his truck is usually it's gray. That time of the year. It's that time of the year. And so I just, I'm getting zonked. By many different things, but nobody cares about my uh, how I feel. They want to know how I got it. Yeah, there's a whole little story about that, but we'll tell it later. That's why I keep, you know, hopefully it's hard. It's available to anyone over the age of 18. Now you just gotta like beat the well, system to get an appointment. You beat this, well, you gotta have the money. You gotta be able to go get buy. Well, have what money? That's that's the system. It's the deal. You, anybody could get it for months now. You just gotta you gotta pay. You gotta know somebody. Now, so. It went from like 65 to 50. Okay, I don't know a single person that paid to get the vaccine. And I've known some shady people down here and people that are involved in no, all kinds of scams. But there isn't a, I, had not, I gotta tell you, your conspiracy that you just made up is the first I've ever heard of any pay for getting line with the vaccine scam. You don't watch 60 Minutes, obviously. We're not clearly. going there. No, clearly not. I mean, I was making a little bit light of it, but yeah, it was a whole special on 60 Minutes. Was it going on down here in South Florida? 
not so much South Florida. No, it was it was more it was more uh, by region and whether whether or not you know it was tied to politics. Of course, did you make a donation? What, all right, no, no, that's not that's blah, blah. not all right. Yeah, yeah. no, we, I couldn't go out with a hundred dollar bill and wave it at the person in the public. No, room. but it's it was like, oh yeah, like if you went to a certain pharmacy, then you just paid the hundred dollars. They gave you the vaccine there. It didn't matter. Well, that kind of I, stuff. I, I can't believe that. I usually hear about all those. You know, we live in South Florida, and in Hialeah, particularly, right. all those scams come to light. You're just you. You're asking because you want to go there. <laughs> no, I don't. It's just that that's what you made it seem like. If what was going on. Look, I don't know or not. I know the South Florida is known for sca- shady stuff, and Florida is known for shady stuff because it's a sunny place for shady people. We know that, but I don't even care because I'm not a shady person. I just went to Publix and scouted around. I was like called the 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 number and honestly i was on spring break vacation and i got up early and got on the list and then they called me nearly immediately except my phone was not with me to receive the call and i didn't realize they would call i asked for them to text me not to call me and they called and i missed it they said we'll call back but in between the callback i was left to my own devices and so i decided you know what i'm going to go to the Publix by my house, the one that I go to on a regular basis and just knows around. And so I went over to the lady who was checking in people and I was like, Hey, you know, what's the story with these extra vaccines at the end of the night thing? Is that a real thing? She's like, yeah, that's a real thing. I was like, well, when does that all go down? She goes, you should call around seven thirty, eight o'clock. And I was like, all right. So I left because you know, uh, I'm not going to call. I'm not going to call over there. Hey, this is a voice on the end of the phone asking you for something. That's, that's, that's never going to work. Right. You got to be there in person. So the next night I went over there at like seven, you know, 20, seven 30, something like that. And I kind of moseyed on up to the thing. I was like, I need a vaccine. And they were like, excuse me, sir. I was like, vaccine. You got a vaccine. And they're like, oh, you're looking for vaccine. And I was like, yes. Do you have any vaccines at the end of the night? Like, is that a real thing? They're like, yeah, it is. Uh, let's put your name on the list. You're fourth on the list. And, you know, fourth on the list seems kind of I felt like I was back at the airport fighting for standby or an upgrade or something. You know, my name was on a list. There were not enough spots available. I was too far down the list. It might not work. Right. So I immediately felt like fourth on the list is not going to happen. So I said, all right. And I went home. So I'm in the kitchen. I'm going doing my own business. I've moved on. Honestly, I've totally moved on. I was doing a bunch of stuff. And all of a sudden the phone rings and I look over there and it's Publix and I picked it up and they're like, yes, we have one shot remaining. Would you like the shot? You can come over. I was like, I'll be there. So I hopped in the vehicle and I went over there and I'm feeling very emotional, guys. I don't know about you. You can mock me, make fun all you want. But I was like, wow, this is it. This is like the key to the end. This is the doorway to the exit, man. This is it. And so I go over there and I sat down and, I, I still was thinking the whole time, like, maybe, maybe I'm not going to get it. Or maybe the person who didn't show up is going to show up right at the last second, just like at the airport, you know, like you're going to be in first class. Oh, no, wait, you're going to be in the middle of the back. But the lady was sure, surely nice enough. And uh, I got the shot. I sat there for 15 minutes. I made friends with another lady that was there. And that's it. Step one is in the books. And so then the next day, you know, everybody, you know, I'm going to give you the real deal, right? Like if I was some sort of shill for uh, our civilization, I would say it was totally fine. It felt great. It was wonderful. And so there you go. So what I 
did feel was like, you know, tingle, tingling, tingling, like a little, some creepy crawly, like a little, some chills, like something was going on in there. You know, anybody tells you, yeah, you know, there's nothing. Maybe there, there is nothing for them. But for me, there was something. And I got, I got head congestion. Now, was that because of the allergies or was that because of whatever? Do I regret it? No way, man. I can't count the days to the second one, which will be going right before I go to the Southern Nationals in Atlanta. But I am excited. Like, I felt this feeling of weird accomplishment, even though I had done nothing. And so that's it. Step one, Joe C, vaccinated. And uh, I'll keep you updated, you know, like if I begin to grow. Being Polly the White Guy, I've had this ongoing joke about the vaccine. And yes, it saves you, but maybe, you know, you grow in another appendage right out of your forehead. <laughs> right? Like, would you take the vaccine if you grew an appendage out of your forehead? I mean, you know, yeah, probably. What kind of appendage? What is it like? But so far, no appendage. Everything good. And there it is. Vaccine story over. Now we can talk about Bristol, baby. Bristol. What did everybody think of Bristol? I can tell you, I thought it was pretty dirty. I have never been a dirt track kind of guy, but only because there are no dirt tracks around me. But really, one of the reasons why I'm drawn and attracted to drag racing is because the cars are also pretty and clean. And there's chrome and fancy paint and wonderful wraps. And the cars are like meticulously cleaned and not just the tow, not just the cars, but the tow vehicles and the trailers and the wheels on the trailers and the insides of the trailer tires are like armor and It's it's amazing. It's the worst of the OCD culture on display. And that is not what dirt racing is. Dirt racing is a totally different deal. I thought it was fun. I thought it was exciting. It was definitely unique and different the way they were pitting. I would have liked to have seen qualifying. Joey Logano wins the race. It's a great win by Joey. We're not going to go through our whole uh, winner's uh, thing like we normally do. We'll just skip right to the fantasy. But the question I asked or was asked or responded to or something out there in the social media at some point over the last week or so was, you know, like, should they? And they've announced they're going to do it again. But at the time that I answered, like, We've done it once. Should we do it again? And now the answer is yes, we're going to do it again. It's going to happen. They're going to do it again. But was it that great to do it again? And that's where I'm not exactly sold. I don't really recall a lot of, and Geo, by all means, you tell me, a lot of really hard side-by-side -side position battling. No, not really. I don't. I think the way it was um, playing out, and I guess after all that rain and all that, remember it was run on Monday. Yes, it was run on Monday. That's kind of all coming back to me now. In that, um, we did not have the uh, the normal. We were right, remember the, the qualifying week. heat races got rained out, and the truck race all got pushed back, and then. They were going to run the truck race, and you know, I don't remember if it was before or after uh, on Sunday, and then they ended up running it after on Monday night. It was a whole big, it got all ungecocked, but which is too bad, which is too bad. But it right, the weather threw a monkey wrench in it, but it, um, it 
that didn't have to conducive to the to the best track possible at that point and i think yeah. it did become a one 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 lane i guess that's what made it a little bit more fun also it was like the old days that there was really only one lane so you had to kind of move somebody to get them out of the way a little bit or something yeah i remember uh hearing that i remember that that massive weather system went through all of tennessee not just uh you know bristol area but all of tennessee it came across the state and was dropping like six inches of rain and so nascar had a little bit of bad luck there my nature kind of threw them a little bit of a curveball they had the mud but the mud got them some uh national and international pub that's something you don't see every day with mud on the windshields and all but uh okay so my new modified and updated opinion is yes definitely have to do it again to see what's up you went through all this trouble for one time you got to do it at least twice uh i want to see a little more you know it was good joey logano goes out there and wins it so but the question that's when do you do it again are we going to do it again now at the night race? No. Or are we going to wipe this place clean and now we got to bring all this crap back in here again next spring? That's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do. The night race is going to be still the, the Bristol night race. Right. The old school. Yeah. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, that is a lot of dirt to be moving <laughs> in and out and around or whatever. But. They had a whole thing. They put sawdust down, and then they put the dirt down. They had a, a whole thing. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. was second, Denny Hamlin third, Daniel Suarez fourth, Ryan Newman fifth. And, uh, yeah. We put up the the audio. Yeah, no, the uh, post-race the, interviews. Post-race yeah. interviews. It's all up there for you to listen to. I'm just kind of thinking they're of kinda, my observations. They're more now, they're, uh, I believe they're more like, I guess, what we would call Zoom sessions. Zoom sessions. Right. I just feel like, um, yeah, I guess because of the weather, the whole experience was a little just off and askew and you couldn't really enjoy it the way it would have been. It, the cars got around the racetrack. That's what mattered. And they were cool. They were kicked sideways. They were going down through there. It was good. Credit to NASCAR for trying something. Totally I thought it was fun. Here, let me see. I, I felt like if I wrote stuff down, where's my last week's notes? Yeah, that's the thing about taking a week off. And, you know, a lot of people were uh, asking me about, you know, the show and is there going to be a show? And we never take weeks off here on WFO. Never. No, I was so surprised. I was Very ready right. to do it on Monday night while I was laying out on the beach past. I mean, uh, you know, waiting. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, got a little got a little uh, staycation at the beach in. And, you know, I don't want to keep saying beach for the people. The winter hasn't gone away yet, but that's what we do here in South Florida. We kind of, you know, scoot over to the beach. And, uh, you know, stay a couple of days. And it was great. It was a great time. But uh, I got to thinking about Neil, Neil Rogers, you know, when I used to work with, with him. And the thing about being on always is that, uh, you know, num you, number one, you get burned out. Like, you need to take breaks every once in a while. But in our business, like in this business, in motorsports in particular, and uh, for me, doing WFO and, and owning WFO and surviving on WFO and having all these great Patreons, et cetera, and so on. It's like, uh, you know, you feel like you got to you got to always do the show. And we have taken maybe less than five weeks off in the last, you know, 10 years that aren't related directly to Christmas and New Year's. You know what I mean? Like a lot of just consistent top-notch programming coming out of wfo i'm sure you all know and appreciate that but it's like you know what let's take a break 
and then come back and start fresh. And so next week, when we come back and actually start fresh, you're really going to love it. It's going to be great. Yeah, this isn't the best start fresh of all of it, but. Well, there's no race. It was Easter. It Everybody was has Easter. to. Did you find the eggs? The swing of, you know, I was chasing those little uh, bunny rabbits around those chocolate bunnies. Yeah, and I, I overdid it. Oh, man. I Too still candy. feel a little. Too much everything. Like, I, I've been having this. I didn't realize you could put on like seven pounds in 24 hours. Like, what's up with that? You've been going on this very strict dietary regimen and everything. And then all of a sudden you break it one day, you have some carbs and you put on seven pounds. Like, what's up with that? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I've put on about eight pounds over a weekend. But what happens is it's it's a lot of liquid and water weight. And in the next over the next couple of days, you'll see. So I, I'll give you a perfect example. Like theoretically speaking, if I, if that were to have happened to me, and let's say I was weighing 200 pounds last week, and then on Monday I weighed 210 pounds, you know, or 209, that neighborhood 208. By by Wednesday, you know, you check in and you're like, oh, wow, all right, I'm feeling better. You know, it's stuff has gone through you and you're down to like 204 and you're like, oh, all right. Oh, I thought I had just put on eight or 10 pounds over the weekend, but it was just maybe, you know, it had to get out of me. And by Friday, you're like, oh, wow, back to 201. So I really only gained one pound all week. Well, exactly. That's it. As long as you can get back to where you started, where you need to be, that's exactly the point. And I'm going right back. I'm going back on the extreme keto. I'm going back to a little bit of exercise. I'm going back to all of that. But man, it's uh, it was ruined. It was I gotta ruined. tell you, it does seem a little wasteful when all week long you're doing well and you know you eat so healthy, and then over the weekend, you know, two or three bad days, and you're like, you spent the rest of the week just trying to get right back to to hopefully not a. No, see the fitness people. When I had good luck with the fitness a couple of months back, it was because I was keeping to my rules over multiple weekends. That's the only way I had any kind of like for me, it was a, a built up momentum kind of thing. Like the first five days, it's just nothing. OK, you got to get back to back weeks of activity going before anything starts to happen, at least for me. And then once it's moving. You then after you're, you know, 15, 20 days in, then you could start skipping a day or two days, but you got to get that momentum going. And that usually means back to back weekends with no alcohol. And that's hard to do. Hey, let's take a second to listen to the Godzilla roar from 1955. The last one was the original one. This is then the, this is what we're going to do during the show and tribute to Godzilla as this great YouTube video. I found the evolution of Godzilla roars. From 1954 to 2019, you already heard 1954. This is 1955. And there it is. Yeah, it's uh, very scary. You know, I don't know how they're doing it. That's the 1955 Godzilla right Sounds like he's got an upset stomach. Yeah, it's definitely. Give the guy a Roll-Aid. Give him some Roll-Aids. The dirt coming out of the top of Bristol. It was an interesting shot, but if you have any germaphobe, cloud of dirt, is that what you cloud, meant? Yeah, the cloud yes. coming out. Like it looked like something out of Mad Max, you know, like Walker, whoa, Mad Max is beyond Thunderdome, Walker. And it just looked like something very Mad Max, post apocalyptic. Like what's all that dirt coming out of the top of the 
last great Coliseum. But it, the answer is it was dirt is exactly what it was, which, you know, dirty. <laughs> like dirty. You want to be dirty? I'm covered in dirt. Like it looked filthy. Now we had a lot of listeners there. We had hockey dad and our fantasy champ hockey kid were there. And a lot of people were there. And I want to know, did the dirt like get all over the fans? Is like being covered in filth part of the experience? Geo thinks, yeah, th there's no way it could not be. And forgive me, I'm a, I am ignorant. I'm not naive, but I'm ignorant. I haven't done a lot of the dirt track stuff. Me and Geo and Phil D had the one, the insider, had our one dirt track experience together. And it was at the Terre Haute action track. And it was great. And also, you dirt. know, you wanted to av av avoid the dirt. And people do. They bring stuff to avoid the dirt. But, you know, like it gets everywhere. It gets inside your eyes. But, you know, the guy from WFO was complaining that the Bristol race was too dirty is not what I'm <laughs> saying. That's not what I'm saying. The camera shots. The fact that you couldn't see, it was like, this is, you know, those things that happen in the desert, a haboob, the sandstorms. Like, are we watching Bristol or are we watching the Dakar rally here? You could see cars disappearing into clouds. Anyway, it was, it was good. And I, I say congratulations for doing it. More experimentation. Because if nothing else, and that's like, okay, even if it didn't work, if it doesn't work, if it worked terribly, it still gives us something to think about and to talk about. And that doesn't think that's great with the cars. All right, let's get into the fantasy. Let's give the people who had success last week their due. The weekly winner for Bristol, Food City 500, Race Day San Antonio Dixie, 352. Wow. Ooh. She's whooping her husband now. That's a big day. Oh, takes over the lead. Take, oh, well, I, you, you, you're not supposed to jump oh, ahead. No. Oh, Next to Jeff, Easy E009, second, third. Spider Monkey Racing, fourth. Willie B Racing, fifth. Southern Racer X, sixth. Mischief Bent Valve, seventh. Bulls Wool, eighth. Jersey Racing, ninth. Utah Drifter Racing, uh, tied for ninth, tenth, and eighth, ninth, tenth, whatever. The last three are all tied, guys, 285. You know what I should do? You know what caused me to go on the chip right there? Is I just remind myself that I got to put the uh, the live link up for the Patreon. Just tied for ninth, Joe, is just the way you... Yeah, but what, what what's throwing me off there? I have no Something idea. throwing me off. I saw six, seven, eight, and they're all time for ninth, tenth, and eleventh, technically. In no? theory, in theory, yes. But they're all tied for ninth. Yes. The most points is race day San Antonio Dixie with 352. Biggest gainer is Dragster Jeff, who's up 27 points. Wow. Wow. The biggest loser is race day San Antonio Mike. Wow, so I see that. that. Think of the household. Think of what's going on in the household. Like Dixie. She almost doubled up his score. Scores the most points. Takes over the lead in the league. And Mike is down more than anybody. 25 positions. He's the biggest loser. It's crazy. 
That's insane. So San Antonio Dixie is the new leader. 80 points ahead of car 24 fan. Derail 100. Derek, wow, you're hanging tough up there. Wasn't he first? He dropped the hammer. He, he dropped the anchor two spots. 108 back, just like that. Rusty he, Racing fourth. Kev's leader. Is fifth. Dirt Girl is sixth. Seventh is Super One. Eighth is Team English. Ninth is Dirt Girl. You remember that's the, their uh, initials. Yeah, it's not dirt. It's, it's not dirt. But they say we can still continue to call them dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. It's the, like Dan Rooney the third or something. Thank you to all of you listeners out there. I had somebody reach out to me. That allow our nonsense about our made up nonsense. Make about up people. our made up nonsense. Well, not everybody is as involved in the show as we are. You know, there's a lot of listeners out there that listen casually, but they're in the league. I ran into a lady the other day that she reached out on one of the social feeds, and I forget which one it is because there's the the social feed, and then there's the private messenger of the social feed. And a lot of them, like I lose the messages, whatever, but she was a nice person I had never heard of, but she listens to the show all the time, and she was commenting about something, and it was like, oh, wow, that's great. Or she wanted to see me at the track, something. And it's just like, wow, you've got, you've got listeners and then you've got the diehard listeners, right? The Patreons, the page people who want to be involved with the behind the scenes recording session and they want to get Monday motivation and all of that. But then there's the ones that like, like they let you know who they are. And then there's ones that don't want to be known. They're just in it. They're just along for the ride. They're having a good time. And, you know, maybe we brush across their name a little bit during the fantasy and that's good. I, it's just, it's a weird phenomenon. So the Dirt family is out, out there, and uh, they've allowed us to call them Dirt, even though that's not their name. Lake Oconee Scott, 10th. <laughs> awesome chase. What? What are you laughing? Rich and Saugus, 12th. Little O, 13th. Jersey Racing, 14th. Easy E009, 15th. Southern Racer X, 15th. Aviator Racing tied for 15th also. Blaney's got a gun. Chicken Fit Special. Spider Monkey Racing. Highline, real fine. Yeah, the numbers get a little screwy in there. It goes from 15 to well, 18. Well, at some point, to 20 there to are typos. But... Yeah. I'm, you, once you're in 20th, it doesn't really matter, does it? Does no, it? at that point, you should just say, you know. Geo in Miami, up 11, dude. You're whoa, up to 35th. Whoa, whoa, wow. Whoa. Look at this guy. Like what I said, you is? should always mention where Geo in Miami is doing. On the fives is always a great, you know, philosophy. WFO Joe down 18. Yeah, well, because I didn't set my second half of my team. I only had my Where first. You, you're like way down there. Yeah, oh, no, I, I wow. dropped 18 positions. Oh, look, you're way. You got you fall below the gray. Who I has did. the team in weeks either? I don't know what happened, man. Look, you guys are battling down there with low. But so is JJ Husker fan. Some historic, uh, some historic teams are way back there. No, we've had a tough start. I actually had a decent start, and then I just forgot to send. You know, I barbecue go on. Barbecue uh, Bob. Barbecue Bob. Oh, look at your Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. He's up to. Way back there. Oh, Vlad the Inhaler. Vlad is still gaining points. He's and look, terrible. one of the Dirt families is back there, too. Benedetto fan, Benedetto. <laughs> the Benedetto, the Benedetto. The DRTs, man. <laughs> is dead last. And that person reached out to me to tell me that they were Denabeto, Denabeto, Denabeto. Yeah, I think yeah, I've had a little, little stroke. But anyway, and there's your fantasy league results. Congratulations to everybody who did well, especially San Antonio Dixie. Way to go. Make them pay. You guys should have weekly bets. Weekly bets. 
All right, so Martinsville is Saturday night, and they have done some testing out there at Martinsville. Uh, some is intriguing. The new generation car out there, and they're getting more laps on it, which is good. But they also brought some wet weather tires. I don't think that they tested the wet weather tires on the next generation car. I think they tested the wet weather tires on the current car just to test the tires. But I like it. Like maybe there's more tracks that we can run wet weather tires, maybe not in a downpour, but at a place like Martinsville where it's going to be relatively slow and they're just kind of accelerating and braking and accelerating and braking. Uh, I think that why not try it? Try everything. Try it all. You got to keep trying it. And so that's what they're going to do. I admire that. I'm all for trying anything new. If we could figure out a way to run in the rain, why not? Exactly. Run in the rain if you can. Even if it's obviously, you know, in a more controlled environment. I'm not talking well, about running 180 we'll be... miles an hour in a quarter mile circle. Well, we'll, we'll in see. the rain. In the rain, right. Blindfolded. <laughs> right? Holding it wide open. With a baby seat in the back. Let's hear the next Godzilla roar this is from 1962 the next evolution of the godzilla roar first it was 54 then they changed it in 55 and then it, it lasted for seven years to 1962 that see that that godzilla roar uh, is the one that I pretty much grew up with, the 1962 Godzilla Roar. And here's the 19... Uh, th th that, that was very big evolution, I could tell, from 54 to 62. You could tell it was much more like an animal, like as opposed to a giant creature. They've really updated this Godzilla Roar a lot, more than necessary. Can you imagine the guys like making the movie? No, we need a new Roar, guys. Like, nobody cares, man. Come on, it's Godzilla. No, we got to keep fresh. Here's... See, that's the 1964 update. Two years later, they well, changed. They don't want it to get stale, you know. They want to keep it fresh. Sixty-six. slowed it down a little that's 1965 and 1966 they slowed it down a little a little more you know depressed that was kind of sad godzilla <laughs> all right we'll take a break from that <laughs> because this thing <laughs> you know it goes all the way up and apparently godzilla during all this period was 50 meters high which isn't that tall what do you mean? It's 150 feet. That's 15 stories. That's a lot, man. He's as high as a skyscraper. Yeah, but he gets bigger at the end. Modern Godzilla is, is bigger than that, I think. And that's why, you know, when he gets in a fight with King Kong, you'd think Godzilla would win the deal. What else? Formula One. We got another weekend off. Formula One. I was reading a little bit about it, though. Toto. Uh basically says Toto Wolf says that Zach Brown and Christian Horner just spread Schmidt 
So there's some behind the scenes stuff going on with all these teams. And Zach Brown, I guess, suggested that Lewis Hamilton is in his final year with Mercedes this year, that he's going to win the record breaking eighth world drivers championship and then walk away from the, uh, the situation. And instead Mercedes is going to end up with Botas and that George Russell. This is all like tabloid stuff. Formula one tabloid. Stuff. Right. Fun. Hot stove. Right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hot it stove. is. It is. It's hot stove. And uh, they go on to a hundred reasons why and everything. Uh, but Brown is uh, Brown is like Christian Horner. Wolf is quoted as saying they just spread Schmidt. I think Zach wanted to give Christian one with it. I don't care. So it's kind of interesting to see how that's all playing out. All the Formula One. What is it? Drama. We just got to get to a point where we start racing on a regular basis. In a couple of weeks, we'll be racing again. Where are they going? Italia. Italia. Is Italia ready to have a Formula One race? Gran Premio d'Italia. Yeah, okay. I guess. In Rome. No, I don't think they are, man. I'm under the impression Italy is back under lockdown. All right, so maybe they're not going to have a race. Well, I don't know. Don't let's don't listen to me. I'm just the host. So then, why are you making stuff up? Well, because I know I've been hearing about these Italian lockdowns, and how the heck are they oh, going to have a race going on? I mean, it's on the schedule. Yeah, it's on the schedule. Well, we'll see, I guess not uh, this coming weekend, the following weekend. That is correct. Right. Yeah, the weekend of the 16, 17, and 18th. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I hope they have it. I hope they have the extreme COVID protocol. The extreme COVID protocol. Well, it's on the schedule. Hopefully, they are able to go back to their extreme COVID protocol and get the racing. No, I didn't think you were making stuff up. Oh, I got, got, we got listeners down there. Watching the live studio on. We got Derek is listening. And we see Eric is out there listening. Way to go, guys. How are you all doing? That's great. All right. See, we got a live audience, Gia. The Patreons, man. Making it happen here for WFO. Excellent. Yeah. Love so Patreons. I, I read an article where Williams and Haas F1 are basically battling each other this year. That's it. Like, just beat Williams. And we've done something. Which I can go with that. You got to have well, somebody to beat. They have historically beat Williams, but... You just got to have somebody to beat. Just like Quinn Half was on a few weeks ago, and he, there was like four other teams, back markers. It's like, we're racing those guys. Well, good. Excellent. Here we go. This is from Planet F1. It came out today. Haas will only put effort into fighting Williams in 2021. Haas are setting their sights very low for the 2021 season and are only going to put effort into fighting Williams at the back of the grid. The new upcoming regulations for 2022 have created a headache for most teams as they ponder how much time and resource to put into their 21 challenger before they turn their attentions fully to the 2022 car. But for Haas, their motivation or lack of it for 2021 has been made abundantly clear. The first sign came when ditching their two experienced drivers in the form of Roman Grosjean and Kevin Magnussen and replacing them with not one but two rookies, Mick Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin, joining the team. And now, team boss Gunther Steiner has set expectations very low 
for them by saying the American outfit are only going to bother trying to fight Williams to avoid the wooden spoon in 2021. I wouldn't say if we can take the fight. uh, I would say we could take the fight to Williams. That's about it. Steiner said, you know, I'm very realistic about that. And we are not putting any effort into doing anything more than that. Wow. I think the biggest amount we can get out of the car is to get our drivers prepared to get them better and just get them experience. That is what we want to do. So they are ready when we have a better car. That is just how our plan is for this year. I, I, I hate it and also get it and respect it. It's, I believe the necessary evil to get to where they want to go. Now, maybe they'll never get where they want to go, but you've got this new car. You've got these rookie drivers. Something's got to give. You're not going to be able to do it. I say, don't even bother. Like, don't even bother fighting Williams. <laughs> Get the guys used to going to the racetrack. This is where we are. This is what you're going to do. And next year, assuming we have a better, a better car, we'll be great. Both new Haas recruits suffer spins on their Formula One race debut, but Steiner is not concerned about the incident, saying it's all part of the learning process. I think when you fight, they need to learn this fighting. I think when you, I think when you fight, they need to learn this fighting. Steiner added, I think both of them went on the throttle too harsh, you know, and they went on the curb or something like this. And it's just, you know, these cars are so powerful. And when the torque kicks in, you get a kick and you cannot recoup them anymore. And I think this is down to making the experience. I don't think they will do that again. They will spin again, but not the way they did. This was a new experience in a race, you know, trying to fight with other cars and sometimes uh, to be a little bit too optimistic. And that's the thing about a Formula One driver that's just so sad and also reality is you're not allowed to spin once. If you spin once, everyone's like, oh, look at that guy. They spun. Mm, They spun. What's the problem with them? What are they doing? Unless you're uh, Seb Vettel, and then you can spend a bunch of time leading. But I love Vettel. It's just sad that that didn't work out. Sad didn't work out. So I looked away, you know, uh, during the show, I am checking the web. And so sometimes I see Geo's mug, like I'm seeing right now. And sometimes I'm reading a story like I was a minute ago, as butchered and sad as it was, I was reading it. But a minute ago, I saw Eric and I saw Derek, E and D. And then I went and then it came back. And now I see JJ Husker fan and Stubo and Mark and Keith and everybody's on there. Like we've got a legit full-size live studio audience here, folks. And all of a sudden now I'm very nervous. Oh no. Very can nervous. Can they see me? Can or they, they can see only see you? No, they can see you. They can see you. But Hello, you everyone. But you can't see them until no, I, I can only see you add them into the stream. And I could add them into the stream, you know, like that's what you would see. Like I just added Derek to the stream just so Gio can see. Yeah, that, that's well, Eric to the stream. There's Eric is on. Yeah, he goes crazy. And then there's JJ Husker fan. He's outside wearing his Boston Red Sox hat. What's up, JJ? There he is. And uh, you guys can say something. Eric, you can say what's up. What's up, Eric? There he is. Eric Olson weighing in. All right, there it is. Just so what's up is good enough. And let's see, JJ. How you be, brother? Hey, good. Might be a little windy out here, so I'll keep my mic on mute. Yeah, all right. He's, he's out there on the plains. They're doing a wagon train. Uh, and Stubo, Stubo, what's up, Stubo? 
Yo, WFO, Geo, Joe. How's everybody doing? We're live. We made it. We made it out of spring break alive. We did it. We one more. I got one more. I want to say what's up. We'll bring, we'll bring you back in a second, Stubo. And then uh, we've got Keith. What's up, Keith? How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. There he is. A surprise. A surprise show that I just checked my phone and saw this up and Ronnie said, uh, I'm in. There it is. The live studio audience link. Thank you for being a Patreon. Appreciate it. And that's why you get it. Hopefully it's not disappointing to you, but this is what it is. <laughs> Thank you, Keith. And there it is. We got Keith. We got new patrons on there. We got some of the legacy Patreons on there. It's great. And uh, I'm super excited. And Mark is on there. He says his device is not connected for whatever reason. Maybe he can hear us, but we can't hear him. Um, but we don't see him and it's not his job to do the show. So that's that's what matters most. All right, let's go back before we bring on some other guests. Uh, let's go back and hear Godzilla from 1967. This is the next Godzilla. Now T68 to 72. Sounded kind of the same. Now 73 to 75. Wow. Godzilla sounding very different as he gets older. It's kind of going through the pubescent years, I think. And, uh, you know, getting a little tougher. But right there, he's a little squeaky. Kind of a squeaky Godzilla. Let's see what this next update is. That is 1984 from Godzilla 1985. That was the, the you could tell they wanted him to butch up a little bit, right? Like that squeaky stuff wasn't good enough anymore. It was the 80s and we had to make a Godzilla sound scarier. And so we need to make him growl like a lion. I also want to let you know that in the 1980s, Godzilla grew from 50 meters up to 80 meters, Giovanni, because 50 meters wasn't just not high enough anymore. He needed to be bigger. So he's 80 meters. How many stories is that, brother? You're muted. You're muting yourself. I don't know. You know, I don't. Anyway, it's about 24 stories, I guess, 240 feet. Let me tell you now, that's a big monster. Well, look at it this way. In the 1950s, you know, uh, well, what did we say? He was 150 feet tall back then? Yes. Th there probably wasn't too many buildings that were quite that tall in the 1950s. But by mm -hmm. the 80s, you know, we had made a lot bigger buildings all over the cities. And so we had to make a bigger Godzilla. Godzilla had to be bigger. Exactly. Well, think about original Godzilla going around Tokyo. Like there were no buildings in the 1950s. And this 150 foot tall monster comes strolling in, stepping on everybody. That's got to be pretty right. scary. But see, in the 1980s 1984 he grew to 80 meters and he stayed 80 meters from 1984 to 1989 but then in 1991 he grew to 100 meters now but well, he's 300 feet tall man right as a football field 30 stories high nice, yeah well he's bigger he's got bigger cavity 
his lungs fascinating. very scary this is incredible because it shows godzilla getting bigger and bigger and bigger because he stays 100 meters tall from 1992 to 1994 and then 1995 because there was a godzilla in 1995 also which they were all 100 meters tall But then Godzilla gets small again. That crazy Matthew Broderick Godzilla that everybody hated like poison. He goes down to 70 meters. Well, he's short, you see? He got he got shorter. Come on, Godzilla. 70 meters. That's too small. Well, was that the first like American kind of movie version of Godzilla? Yes. I was kind of after where they made him look like a Jurassic Park T-Rex or something kind of. This, this is the 98 one. See, that's why these new Godzilla movies were the best. Because they finally got it right. And then in 1999, he goes down to 55 meters again. You can't be 100 meters and then go down to 55 meters. Like, that's half the size. Yeah, no way. It's like a lean and mean Godzilla. Like, you'd have to have five of them. Weight Watchers or what? All right, but what I want to do, this is 2001 Godzilla. He's grown to 60 meters. Of course, we're all celebrating Godzilla versus Kong. Two thousand two to two thousand three. This does not demonstrate any of the new movies yet. I had no idea there were so many Godzilla movies, and I knew there was a bunch. Here you go, the newest Godzilla. 108 meters, Geo. The newest Godzilla. That's 2014. And then in 2016, he's back. 118.5 meters. We're doing 0.5 meters now. And there it is. 2017 Godzilla Earth, 300 meters. 300 meters, GM. Wow. How are we going to deal with that? All right, the Godzilla that fought Kong. 119.8 meters. And you could see it as they were, you know, battling. Battling through the city. I don't want to ruin it for everybody. I don't want to ruin it. This isn't sports collision. I don't want to ruin it. Oh, my God. I love seeing that studio audience down there. It is great stuff. All right. Um, remember, we got a chat section, guys. So if you want to put something in the chat and it's like, I'm not reminding you, I'm reminding me. Godzilla reference, as Derek, it's like we're watching the movie because you're talking, but the audio follows up about three seconds later, like the old Bruce Lee movies. Yes, exactly. I'm playing them off YouTube and you can't see the video, but it doesn't matter. You need to hear. Uh, Derek likes your shirt. He wore his at Funny Car Chaos. Uh, Eric says he agrees that uh, it's nice to put a face with the names. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Some of them. Some of them. 
I guess it's Eric's maiden voyage uh, here, which is good, which is good. All right, let's keep on going. Let's um, let's keep on trucking as we are getting ready for the big Gonzaga Baylor final. Let's do sports collision, Giovanni. Take it away. Oh, sports collision. And as Joe just mentioned, today is the final of the NCAA basketball March Madness tournament. And you have two number one seeds going at it. The Gonzaga Zags. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't help myself. What do you love that? Made you laugh that much, though? Really? The Gonzaga Zags? Yeah, like, you had that joke with the Why are you breaking down anyway? like that? Like, what? It's not that yeah, joke. What the, what the team mascot was, because the shirt said Zags. And, and I said that they were the Zags. And, and then I told mom that they were a bulldog. <laughs> And so it was like an it, it was like an inner joke. Okay. So anyway, you got Gonzaga it's very funny, and I'm happy you find it so funny. The Two Zags. number one seeds. Yeah. And we're gonna see if Gonzaga can. Uh, they are currently undefeated. If they can be, only I believe it's only like uh, seven previous teams have been undefeated throughout this whole uh, college basketball history, and it has not happened since around the time that we were born, practically. Oh wow. Indiana was the last team in 75, 76, I believe. And then, of course, UCLA did it like four or five times in the 60s and 70s. All those teams, you know, when they they went years without losing. Well, that's tonight. That's going to be great. What else? Yeah. MLB is back. And um, what else is going on? Well, it was opening day weekend in baseball over the weekend, as you know, we we had discussed um, previously. And Thursday was opening day. And so everybody... um, should have been got had their series going by over the weekend. And so opening day weekend, baseball gets going. Uh, that's uh, always good to see a, a positive, another new season. And which brought me to actually re- reminded me r- real quick that you were apologizing for us being at the beach because in some places it was still cold. Yes. And I take back that apology for Joe because it's April 5th and I don't care if it's cold where you're at. It's spring. And so we are allowed to go to the beach and talk about it. All right. I like Without having to apologize to those that it's still cold and snowing. I saw it snowing at a baseball game. I thought that was actually pretty cool, too. I feel uh, I feel badly for people who can't enjoy the wonderful things that uh, we're enjoying. But then again, there's some county here in Florida that's about to puke out 340 million gallons of like toxic. Oh, it's over there in the Tampa area. Yeah. So, you know, not all of Florida is great. Yeah, no, I don't like to talk about that because, you know, we have that nasty sewer thing going right beneath the bay that could just erupt at any time down here, too. So. Yeah. I, I don't make fun of people for those kind of problems. I agree. No, I know. It's very frightening. It's frightening. But yeah, MLB being back is good. I'm enjoying that. I like, uh, you know, the throwing on the audio of the game. Baseball for me is uh, like the radio call of baseball is part of life. You know, you can throw it on in the background. You don't need to listen to a whole game. You don't need to just like, hey, let me listen to a couple of innings and hear what's going well, on. Like that's as, as you know with the package there on the app you you can listen to the radio only version without in the mlb.tv app yes no i do i do i do well that's how you hear john and Susie. otherwise you're hearing michael k like exactly that's how you hear it 74 there in south carolina anything else and then the, the last thing i have in the regular sports uh collision world is uh the masters the golf tournament is this weekend so that's another kind of return to normalcy thing as uh a masters you know, more sporting events and uh sports leagues return to to their normal operations in 2021 seasons it's in the hole 
It's in the hole. Yeah, I uh, I like the Masters. I am uh, I'm a fan of the Masters. Of course, Tiger will not be there. Tiger will not be there. Tiger's still recovering from his uh, horrific road accident. Unfortunate. Well, there you go. All right, uh, folks out there in the studio audience, if you got something you want to bring up, uh, just indicate it, and we'll bring you on. We've got so many people, like we can't bring on everybody, which is a good of problem. Course, NFL stuff is always going on, but the draft is not to the end of the month. And we'll yeah, but did you see the Jets made a big move? What did the Gray did today? They picked up a what was it? A a two, a four, and a six for Sam Darnold. Yes, that's pretty pretty good. I guess it's all right. He was a f- number two overall pick, wasn't he? Or three, yeah. second or third overall pick? Yeah, I guess. Which means that they're more than likely going to take a quarterback with that. No, they're taking they're taking a quarterback. It's all about it's all about the fins, man. That's the thing everybody needs to understand. It's all about the fins. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of uh, little stuff going on like that in the NFL world um, with uh, free agency and uh, the draft coming up now. Yeah, no, it's going to be a big month. It's going to be, we got, uh, you know, IndyCar going to get started. We got Formula One next weekend. We've got all kinds of good stuff. Uh, I am very excited. NHRA back in Vegas. I'm not going to be going to Vegas, but I will be going to Atlanta. That is now uh, out and I can talk about it in that. Uh, so it's a bummer, but I'm going to get some things done here around here. Hopefully everybody liked Monday Motivation. Let's see. It'd be nice if the Texas Rangers could win at the brand new stadium when Nolan Ryan left uh, the office. I knew they'd go to poo. Hmm. Yeah, the Rangers. I had I saw the pictures. They were out there. There was a lot of people. I would I would call it eighty uh, percent capacity. I don't know. That's just me. You could see some gaps. Maybe maybe a little less than that. Maybe seventy percent capacity. But it does start to look like normal. Just I'm you know concerned about that fourth wave. But whatever. It is what it is. All right. Let's uh, let's bring on uh, one by one. Uh, speak with our Patreons and see what they got to say. Let's start out with JJ. JJ, how you been, brother? How are things up there in uh, Nebraska? Good. Real good. I see a windmill behind JJ. Like, it's such a great scene for everybody who's on audio only, <laughs> which is everybody ignition. Like, this is an amazing scene, man. It looks beautiful. He's got a windmill out there. He's on a farm. You should plow it all under and build a baseball field. <laughs> I don't think anybody would come to this one. <laughs> Yeah, no, but they will. It, that's they won't come. <laughs> if you build it, they will. You good, JJ? Everything good in your life? No, yeah, I haven't heard from you for a while. I just I can't help but to say hello and see how you're doing. Just been busy working, working. That's great. That is good. Yeah, you're all the good. alternative. You hear the yes, crickets in the background, man? That's like as can nature. you hear those? Those are yes. frogs. They're those all along. Big creek back here, and there's a lot of frogs. It just became a lot scarier. Yeah. The wife thinks there's chupacabras living back there, too. So, uh, oh, the goat sucker, probably. <laughs> that, listen, that thing was down here in Miami for a long time until we finally kicked it out and sent it north. And so, <laughs> you're dealing with it now. That's great. Well, all right. I just wanted to say what's up and make sure if you had anything for us, anything that, uh, you know, you're feeling underserved. Good? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> good. I catch you every week. Oh, well, we appreciate you. The heck out of you guys. You got to do better in fantasy, though, brother. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. It's all right. All of us. Hey, those Red Sox, way to oh for, oh, oh, oh for the season. They're right not. Yeah, no. I, I listen to the games on, on satellite radio. But did, What did you guys think of that Otani? Did you see him last night? Yeah, he he's something else, man. He's uh, I like I think, him. I think he's going to be a star. I didn't yeah. see him. Man, first at bat, yeah, first pitch, he, he, home run. 
Oh wow! Yeah, I'm not sure if they should just you know just not have him one do one or the other. I'm I'm afraid he's gonna get hurt again. But well, they you know what? If he wants to do it and he's, uh, I'm all for letting him try. I guess. Yeah. Well, he got well. He got he went to cover home play. Got slid into last night, so they had to take him out of the game. But, With that, yeah, that's the one thing. But he is he is a heck of a ball player. Yeah. Yeah, and they had him. He pitched last night and hit second in the lineup for an American League team. Yep, that's crazy. That is crazy. Well, it'll be fun to watch. But yep. like you like you said, like I'm I'm a, I get you know I like the designated hitter. But if your pitcher can hit that well, then it is what it is. <laughs> so there you go. Well, all right, JJ, very good. Thank you for weighing in. I appreciate Thank you, gentlemen, you supporting the show. Night. You do awesome stuff. There he goes, JJ. All right, let's see what Eric. Eric, do you have anything that you want to? No, not necessarily. Just uh, first time on on the live stream, so been in the studio, been in the uh, backstage a couple times, but yeah, just uh, missed uh, Alan last weekend, but look forward to it tomorrow. So exactly. Well, that a big decision was made. There's no way for you to miss us if we're never gone. Right. Like that's, that's yep. what it all comes down to. It's like, you know, like, man, I wonder if these people will miss us. And the answer is <laughs> yes, they did. So we know we'll be back tomorrow and we got, we're going to have Dave Fletcher, who is the track uh, specialist for Don Schumacher racing, Richard Hartman, uh, who has driven the first, which speaking of which Derek, I'm going to need your video, bud. Um, Richard Hartman, who ran the first four second, 300 mile per hour fuel altered at funny car chaos which uh, Derek and Marvin Rodak from Rodak's uh, witnessed in person. He's going to be on. And then Bo and Randy Lynn will be on later in the week. We're going to be back in full, full steam ahead with uh, Nitro. So all is well. We're refreshed. Cool. cool. Well, cool, man. Where, cool. what part of the country are you in? Uh, Portland, Oregon. Oh, all right. Up there in the, uh, great Northwest. Bad. <laughs> the great Northwest. Exactly. Yeah. I hear Portland. I hear Portland. Right. I hear Portland. <laughs> right. Go Zags. There you go. The Zags. This is no, it. Together. <laughs> so what's your take on the game? Uh, it'd be good. I think it'll be good. Um, I don't know. It's hard, hard to tell. They were supposed to battle earlier this year and now they're, now they finally get to meet. So Listen. I was hoping the Beavers would make it Oregon state Beavers would make it further, but yeah. So how'd you get onto the show? Like, how'd you find us? I was just talking to you and Alan uh, um, occasionally on on uh, Twitter. Right? Yeah, just regular, and it's great. That's how it's supposed to work. Once once the videos start coming in, I I found you on YouTube, and then then ever since. So awesome. Well, we're trying. We're working hard to uh, put out, you know, drag racing content and bring everybody together. That's really what it's all about, bringing everybody yeah, together. And then I found the Ignition, so I've listened to that from time to time. So That's it. Ignition is a totally different kind of flying altogether. That's what this is. It's not like the other stuff, but kind of the same. <laughs> What's Geo saying? Your mic I said is- I agree. It is definitely the best show. It is definitely the best <laughs> show. Yeah, exactly. Well, Eric, thank you very much for supporting the show. It makes a world of difference. Uh, I hope I hope you realize that, and we really appreciate it. I hope to, I hope to finally meet you in uh, in uh, Seattle this year. So yes, well, let's hope, right? Yeah, like we were talking about, uh, right? Everything crossed, cross it all, because it's possible. But 
anything's possible just yet. So we'll just have to wait and see. All right, Eric, thank you so much for supporting us. No problem. Way to go, man. The Patreons. And let's just bring Stubo on. Stubo. Hey, what guys. What about you? How'd you spend your Easter? Ah, let's see. We went trying to race the car, the red car, the 68, on Saturday at Greer. Um, okay. Had some challenges. Found out we had a ladder bar issue when we brought it home Saturday night. So You had um, what? A ladder bar issue. Oh, a ladder bar yeah. issue. Well, okay. you know. So let's just say the car kind of went left. It went right. <laughs> it went, it was, Someone had it, stolen one of your ladder bars. Yeah, there was a problem. <laughs> so, That's a bummer. Yeah, but hey, the good news was it was really more of a shakedown Saturday. So um, first time out with the car since we've been making all the changes. And uh, Easter Day, we ripped it apart, put it up on the lift, and it's all fixed. We're ready to go back to Greer on Saturday for the uh, first points race of the of the season. So You hear that, Gio? Do you hear that? On Easter, these racers... <laughs> What do they do on Easter? Did they hunt <laughs> eggs? Did you hide eggs in the cart? No. You guys no. put it on the lift. You change ladder bars. You're doing stuff. <laughs> That's what Drag Racer family does. Right. We, you know, David well, and I were both out in the shop. Yeah. That's it. You, no, you got to get to the next race. When are you going to do it? <laughs> Easter, we have the day off. Let's do this. Bring these eggs in here. Get yourself a Cadbury cream egg. <laughs> and you're good. And it swap out the ladder bar. Or Heim joiner, right. whatever it was, the problem. Yeah, it's a It's all good. <laughs> all right. Wow. Being a little secretive about what was up, but I like it though. Whatever yeah. it was. You can't reveal everything. It's like all right. I, I gotcha. No, I listen. I understand. I understand. Did you uh, are you a fan of Godzilla? I watched it over the years. You're aware <laughs> um, that there um, is a Godzilla. All right. Of course. Yeah. What about Godzuki? Kind of tends to Godzuki. I don't, Godzuki I don't know Godzuki. <laughs> Godzuki was only the cartoon, Gio. What cartoon That's was that, Gio? In the cartoon. Yeah, but what cartoon was that? What is the Godzuki? Godzilla cartoon. Like Godzuki. Super Friends or something, right? That's what I'm asking. Like, it was the Godzilla <laughs> cartoons were part of another cartoon. There definitely wasn't the half-hour-long Godzilla <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> like, there was Bugs Bunny. But there was a cartoon where there's Godzilla, and there was Godzuki, and he was... This little, like Godzilla baby, like a baby Godzilla that would kind of hang out with Godzilla uh, and um, even had human friends. And I think he could even speak. Godzuki could speak. Gio, hopefully, judging by the look on your mug, you're looking it up. I am. I'm looking it <laughs> up. Looking it up. Like, what's up with Godzuki? I'm looking for it. In the meantime. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking Rick and Morty. That's all. Right. That. Well, now you're talking good stuff. I got, I've watched a couple more episodes since I've advanced my Rick and Morty game dramatically. And Eric has just, uh, Derek has just jumped back on there. I've got this weird uh, affliction tonight where I'm losing the first letter of every word that I say. And I don't really know why, but maybe it's because of the vaccine. Maybe I uh -oh. will no longer say the first letter of every word. Okay. He, 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 I wanted him to send me his Richard Hartman video so that I can play it on the show when I'm talking to Hartman. And he says he's emailed me the link already. Thank you very much, Derek. You're the man. I appreciate he that. Is. He is the yeah. man. Well, Hartman, let me tell you, Richard Hartman is one of the nicest guys out there. And he's very like, 
you know, you want to say salt of the earth, but for racing, like he's willing to help everybody and they've got all these great projects and everything. And, and he is, I don't want to say he's anonymous because he's not anonymous because I know and love him. And he talks to me all the time uh, on the starting line and brings enthusiasm and energy and all kinds of greatness. But for him to drive the car and go in the fours at over 300 miles an hour and a fuel altered and become part of history. That's, that's awesome. And we got to talk Very to cool. him. Way to go, Derek. Derek was there in person at Funny Car Chaos and saw that. Funny Car Chaos, man, looked like sounded like it was a pretty great event. It was impressive. Great turnout. I saw some video from it. Yeah. Various, various stuff. Um, very cool. Hey, so any so uh I have to ask, did you see the yeah. story about Daniel Ricardo? And did I getting story Daniel Yeah. No. He I mean, uh, maybe I did. We, his, we just started... his next podium. Yes. He'll be able to drive the 84 Wrangler Chevy Monte Carlo of Dale Seniors. No, I didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that came up. It was, yeah, the uh, um, CEO of Zach Brown of McLaren. Yes. Said your, your first podium because he has the 80, he has Dale Seniors 84 Chevy Monte Carlo, uh, the Wrangler car. And uh, said if he wins that, Next, his first podium, he'll, he'll get to drive it. So, and uh, so Daniel's a huge Dale Senior fan, which I didn't that, realize until I read the article. So I'm oh, okay. already like Daniel. Now I'm really a fan. <laughs> no, he he has been for a while, and even his number yeah. three is uh, stylized the same way. Uh, and here's the story from NASCAR.com a couple of days ago. Um, F1 driver Daniel Ricardo has an intimidating extra incentive to earn a podium finish in his first season with McLaren. Uh, Zach Brown gifted Ricardo a die cast of Earnhardt's iconic 1984 number three Wrangler car, uh, but up the ante by betting a drive in the actual car. That is very cool. How do you not uh, root for the guy to get that? Of course, Absolutely. with the with the yeah. How do you not? And remember, Lauren said of the cheer him on. So. Yes, absolutely. Now, of course, I'm a Ferrari guy, but I don't feel like they're going to be fighting the same spot. Yeah. I think. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> Derek's out. He's checking out. Yeah, I think that's great. I love those extra incentives. And I like the fact that Ricardo is a NASCAR fan that he likes. That's what we need. We need cross uh, pollination. That's why I thought it was so cool when Lewis Hamilton flew in to see Jeff Gordon's last race or that Ricardo loves Earnhardt, like all of that. But where would he get to drive it? Do we get to see him do it? That's what we want to see. We want to see it happen. Exactly. Yes. But yeah. That was a cool I'm story. I'm sure they'll make it a photo op. Oh, it'll definitely be a photo op. Super cool. Well, cool. What? And so you're going bracket racing. What's your next NHRA race? Uh... Mooresville, eighth mile, um, two weeks out. And then it is South Georgia. Oh, so, okay. What about uh, Atlanta? Are you guys doing that? Then it's Atlanta. Oh, yeah. The last so you guys Southern are Nationals. busy, man. Like, you guys are busy. You guys are racing we a are. lot. The last Southern Nationals. Exactly. I will be at the last Southern Nationals. I can make That's that announcement. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, not that I don't want to go to Vegas. I definitely do but I really want to be at the last Southern nationals. That's going to be great and sad all at the same time. Um, a historic track going to be a lot of fun to be there and it'll be cool. Don't get tell yeah, some of the stories. It's sad to see it go. 
but uh, I'm glad we're going to be able to race it one last well, time. Yeah. One last time, the final go at Atlanta Dragway. A nice yeah, facility. Yeah. By the way. What I hear yeah. though is that they're building houses very, very close to it. Oh my goodness! Yeah, right on top of it, sure. basically. That's yeah. right, right on top of it, and mm -hmm. that's uh, death for drag strips. Is whenever there's houses put in real close, it's over, which is sad. And there was yeah, another they, place that they're putting we'll houses. Shortly, right, right. <laughs> Mike Strip was never there. What the heck? It doesn't make sense. But. No. Well, we'll see. The last Southern Nationals. Uh, any other thoughts about anything else uh, out there in the world, Stubo, before we let you go and bounce up on out of here on this Ignition Monday? <laughs> now, looking forward to, uh, you know, we're still trying to get back to normal. Um, the vaccines are starting to come available in South Carolina. So we'll, we'll see. You did you didn't hear the beginning of the show because you weren't on, but uh, I'm not going to force you to go back and listen. I am. I am one shot in. I have received one shot. Cool. Yeah. How'd, I went and how'd it go? It went, it went, uh, okay. It went, went okay. I'm having uh, what I deem to be a little bit of a something going on. You know, I feel some tingling sensations in there. And as I, uh, as I deal with it, got some head congestion, but uh, the allergy situation in South Florida is horrific. So I don't know what's what, you know, but I ran over there, man. They called me from Publix. I went over there and I lingered. I was like, hey, you guys got a vaccine. <laughs> and uh, they put me on the list and I got I got on the list and they called me. And uh, I'm one shot in. Now I got to wait like 20 days, you know, or 24 days, 27 days. And the thing is, that's the thing that's got me concerned is that shot number two is like the day before I'm supposed to go to Atlanta. Oh. And right. And so. <laughs> What do I do? Do I try to get it a couple days early or do no, I you get, get it the day you're supposed to, man? Three weeks after this. Or do I get it a couple days late? Vaccine and went on the trip. And what if I have a bad reaction, though, right as I'm about to get on the plane? Man? No, that's, that's mental, definitely... dude. It, no, it's yeah. not mental. Uh, yeah, it's not mental. A... I'm at, psychological. I'm... psychological. You're going to be fine. Just say hi. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I think I'll be fine, too. All right. So everybody <laughs> says, just do it. Just do it. And then tough it out. You're already you you already the made the commitment. You got the first one. That's it. Yeah, You're but I days early. It's not. You don't have to take the shot at the exact minute. Twenty-seven days, thirteen hours. Well, no. Then in that case, you would have to wait till you got back from Atlanta then to take right, the shot. Right, which is three days right. later, which is four days later. Is that that big of a problem? I don't think so. Right. No, that wouldn't be the end of the world. I guess if that if you yeah, wanted true. to do that, but I would just take it when I'm supposed to take it. Well, that's the thing. And the lady said maybe she can get me in there early in the day. And uh, we'll see. But yeah, are man. Getting, are you getting on a plane the same day that you're getting the shot? It would be 24 hours later. Huh. Hydrate. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Make sure you yeah. stay hydrated. I did. That's it. Solution for everything. Tough it out. Don't be a wuss. Tylenol. <laughs> Tussin. <laughs> <laughs> right, toughness. The three T's: Tylenol, Tussin, toughness solves everything. Whatever your ailment, take take Tylenol. Take what about tussin. Windex? Spray some Windex on it. You'll be fine. Well, that's a different story for me. Definitely Windex. <laughs> Windex is my go-to. Everything. So wrap Windex. it in duct tape. Yes. <laughs> Windex. Duct tape. Oh man, when I was working the shrink wrap area over at the Riva Yamaha back then, I used to cut my fingers all up. What would I do? I would take uh, 
cotton paper from paper towels from the bathroom and some tape. And I was like Edward Scissorhands with tape. <laughs> and you kept so you working, right? Doing... Kept working, of course. You must always keep working. No stopping. No get walking off the field. No. You better be so hurt. You hurt yourself wrapping the pallets in the plastic wrap? I, I didn't hurt understand. myself, but I did wrap pallets. Uh, I never hurt myself. Did you hurt yourself? Well, you just said that you used to cur- hurt yourself and cut your hands all the time wrapping the pallets. Shrink, shrink wrapping and cutting with the razors, the uh, the shrink wrap off of the cardboard things. You had to cut them and everything. And I would cut myself from time to time. It was not good. Yeah, I would have no idea what warehouse work is like. Yeah, you did what you worked no in idea. warehouse for a long time. The boxes. <laughs> you ever cut yourself? <laughs> you just cut your head off? Never unloaded a trailer or anything like that in my life. Yeah, exactly. No, we're hard workers here, man. That's why we avoid it so much now. We know what it's all about. We know what it's all about. Hard work, extreme hard work needs to be respected a whole lot more uh, by, you know, everybody out there. And then like the racers who do it just for their entertainment, like you guys on Easter Sunday, you know, like. It's 930 a.m. at the Stubo house and you get the lift is going up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like well, we had we had pulled 40 off the lift first or out of that bay and uh, then moved the 68 over to that bay. And oh, you guys are firing up cars. I'm sure your neighbors are loving that. It's Easter morning. So I'm making pancakes and bacon I, and you're we waited until 1220. OK. Trust Was me. that the agreed upon time? <laughs> Well, Dave looked at me, he said, do we start the car or do we push it? And I said, it's after 12 o'clock. Let's start the car. Light and it that's up. That's what we did. Light it up. I love that's it. What we Light did. it up. Let's go. I like that idea. <laughs> See, having a race car in a, in a, are you in a um, suburban neighborhood? How close is your nearest neighbor? Um. Well, we're on 11 and a half acres, so we have Say, some space. You- you don't yeah. have to worry about it. Okay, so imagine and, and, our, our situation. We have people but, like next door, like in a suburban neighborhood. Firing up the car has always been a problem. We have pe- our neighbors have called the cops on us in the past. Yeah. And the cops are always like, don't worry about it. But yeah, uh, we, we have people with Harleys. We have people with, you know, other street rods or hot rods. So, yeah, no, we're good. We're good. We, we, we're in the right area. <laughs> the Yankees have just won, Stubo. I just want you to know that. Seven to nothing. The Yankees win. Woo. Yeah, that's why. Uh, Baltimore. Oh, well, then good. All right. Yeah, exactly. Who was that lady who posted on my Facebook page about Go Orioles? Ha! <laughs> Jordan, they were right back at you. Hey, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we knocked them out. That's good. Uh, here comes the Yankees fight song. I can hear it now. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't break that out until after. Oh, okay. Start break. All right. We got to get in the water calmly, easily. That kind of All deal. Right. Well, you cool. Know, Twenty-seven world titles. Uh, <laughs> Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. You know? Twenty-seven. No, but but listen. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts as we uh, bring this uh, fantastic, just fresh back from vacation edition of Ignition to a close? I, Got a I have to say. It's great to have you guys back. I did miss you guys last week. So see, the theory uh, works, Gio. It can't see? miss you if you're never gone. <laughs> Remember that. Like, they can think about this. So, Astuba, it's funny you bring that up because I felt very guilty. Very guilty about. Uh, I told them that we should have been doing a show. 
no, said, no. I, well, I, I did say, well, what do you mean we're not doing a show? Come on, we can do it now. He's like, you're in no capabilities of doing a show right now. And I was like, oh, this would be even more fun. But There's always great aspirations of like maybe recording something from a vacation situation or a fun situation. But then when you're in that moment, the reality is much less cool. <laughs> And whatever is going to come out of it, you guys are not going to appreciate it. See, something that I've learned over the years, it's all about like the mental state of the people you're with. Like if you are happy and then you go around a bunch of angry people, it's not going to work out. They're going to hate you. Right. And if you're liquored up and you go around a bunch of sober people, no matter how fun and funny you think you are, they can hate you because they're they sober. They're, there's a they're really good chance. and vice versa. Like, yeah, you know, it's all about like, you got to get there at the same time. And so reaching out of vacation, reaching out of vacation with a vacation mentality to a bunch of people who are not on vacation, probably no. not going to work out well. It's no. going to be bad stuff. <laughs> like all, it's, all the, it's all like the drunk texting. It's, not it's no different plan. than That's drunk texting. <laughs> That's exactly right. Like, oh, here come the drunk texts. Here they come. Uh-oh. Yeah, and then it goes way south. And then you look at him in the morning and go, oh, shit. That's what Gio <laughs> wanted to do. He wanted to do the podcast equivalent of drunk texting. <laughs> but I stopped it. I stopped it. So I yeah. used to work for this talk radio guy, Neil Rogers, who's in the Hall of Fame, which I bring up from time to time in some old stories. And when he would, the guy was extremely successful and he had like old time, big time radio contract. And when the contract was made, he got to add all of these amazing, you know, riders and things like no green M&Ms, that kind of stuff. But he would get many weeks of vacation, right? Like, um, you know, like 14 weeks of vacation or something like the whole summer off. But, you know, two weeks here, two weeks there. And that's how I got to be uh, where, you know, where I am is a lot of the fill in the vacation fill in George Rodriguez. May he rest in peace would take over for Neil and I would take over for George and be in there. But as a listener, it was like when the show would come on, it was a part of the day. It was a part, like people are listening on Tuesday or something. It's it's like a thing. It's a part of a thing. And it's not there all of a sudden and something would be there, but it wasn't quite my normal reality. And so when he would come back, then it was like, oh, man, I missed this guy. That's it. The show. Wow. And you, if you're never gone, they can't miss you. And that's a nice experience to have people to realize like, oh, yeah, I listen to this show because it's actually good. <laughs> well, it's good. What do you mean actually good? <laughs> well, you, you get it. <laughs> Right. Like why other, what other reason would it's anybody listen good. to anything? Because no, it's, it actually, good because no, it's, it's actually, actually good. It's actually good. I'm glad the show is back. That's right. We're yes. back, baby. Welcome back. And you have an awesome lineup this week. I can't wait. It sounds Yes. Good. It's going to be super exciting. It's super exciting. Well, all right. Uh, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to bust out of our uh, Patreons. Thank you very much. But uh, remember Richard Hartman and, uh, and everybody, it's going to be great. We're going to have more good times and, really going to kick it into high gear over the next few weeks. So thank you very much for being part of our studio audience. Awesome. WFO. WFO. There goes Stubo. And there goes Geo is back. We lost uh, you, man. Where'd you go? I don't know what happened. Yeah. You were I just the wrong word, I guess. We did not miss you, man. We did oh, not miss you. We were only gone for two minutes. I said you can't, can't miss you if you're not gone. And then Geo <laughs> goes away. Do you have a final thought for everybody out there? We're, I'm kicking the audience out, and it's time for uh, JJ. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Final thought, JJ. You got something you want to say to the WFO universe out there? 
No, not really. There is. <laughs> but at least the, the last words of wisdom are always enjoy the races. It's enjoy the races. Enjoy the races, everyone. There he goes. JJ Husker fan. His opinion is valued. That's what matters most. That's what matters most. And so we kick out G, uh, JJ so we can finish the show. All right, Gio, final thought. Go. Uh, don't forget to set a fantasy team. Yes, that's a good thought. That's a good thought. Yeah, this probably wasn't the best show. But we're back. We're starting again, man. We're pushing the rock up the hill. We're pushing it up. We're going to keep on going. We're going to get going. Gio's going to be booking guests. It's going to be great. All right, brother. Good job. Everybody loves your shirt, though. The WFO Radio shirt. t-shirt. Yeah, it is. It is a, what do you think? It's a nice shirt, right? It's simple. It is. Plain and simple, man. Black and white. Can't go no wrong. Well, all right. Giovanni, later, bud. Later. Bye-bye-bye, everyone. There you go, Giovanni in Miami. And that's going to do it. I want to say thanks to everybody who listens to this show. It's a weekly podcast. I, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts myself. You know, the sound, the rain shower in the background and all of that stuff. Like, no, this is more connect, set the table, talk about issues, talk about things that are on our mind. And just do it again and again and again. It's almost like a meeting place. If you're new to WFO, we encourage you to, you know, listen. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, the Nitro shows. Got Alan Reinhardt, stars of NHRA Drag Racing. It'll be a lot of fun. And we're going to get rolling. And hopefully back to racing. Back out on the track. Thanks to Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology. Warren Johnson interview. The most recent interview, if you didn't hear that one from the Engine Performance Expo, you can hear the audio now on Hidden Horsepower. Just search Hidden Horsepower, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Write us a review. That would be great. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. This guy. What do you do? The show is over, Bobby Graham. Bobby Graham is just popping on there. And the show is over. And Geo, but it's all right. I'm stopped the end of the show. I put, I threw out the the anchor. We're gonna connect with <laughs> Geo. Yeah, but no, but I saw you jumping on there, man. I'm not gonna slam the door in your face. Like that's not cool. What's up, Bobby Graham? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Your mustache is looking very well groomed today. Ah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you got. At least I don't have this on there anymore, right? Yeah. What's up with the goatee? The goatee is gone. How long has that been the case? Uh Probably close to since the last race. Okay. I took it off. All right. Yeah. No, it's looking good, man. You look like uh, you look at 15 years younger, at least. I wish I so, felt 15 years younger. Yeah, me too, brother. I'm with you. I'm with you. So anyway, we're just getting ready to go out the door. I already said goodbye to everybody, but I saw you jump on there. So I wanted to say, uh, what's up? What do you got? You got anything of uh, you want to throw out there to the peoples before we bounce on out of here? Yes. All this car maintenance that we've all been doing, these oil changes and window regulators. Yes. Make sure you put the oil cap back on the car before you drive anywhere. <laughs> no, you you yes. left the oil cap off on the Mercury Grand Marquis? No, I left it off on the wife's brand new uh, Honda CRV. Oh, no. The wife. Yes. Karma oh, got me for that's, picking at you. Yes, that's exactly right. You were making fun of me and my window regulators, and then you forgot to put the oil cap back on the Honda CRV. Well, what was the worst of it? Just made a mess, or is everything okay? 
Actually, not much. It didn't have, uh, since it was new, not much blowback. And uh, I just, uh, we had went somewhere and I smelled it and I stopped <laughs> and put the cap back on. Well, at least you found the cap, right? The cap yeah. wasn't yeah. lost. Well, it was still, still sitting in the same spot. Wow, that's great. Well, but anyway, we, uh, you know, it looked like Funny Car Chaos turned out to be pretty great. And uh, we're going to have Richard Hartman on this week. So he's going to tell us about it. But um, that that race looked like it went off pretty well. Yes, it it did. I like the uh, the total seal with uh, the professor on there. I'm sure he broke a lot of hearts about the uh, flow bench. I, I was surprised at that one. Yes, yeah. Well, and you know what? Honestly, Bobby, there's so much content in there, Warren. And I was uh, trying to, you know, just to be the host and, and keep it going that sometimes like the dude, this guy's saying amazing stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like Warren Johnson, he's dropping. He, he told me one that I don't even remember if it was on the air or off the air. And this is all part of the hidden horsepower uh, podcast. You guys can find it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and please write us a review. Um, he's, he's talking about uh, the valve trains on pro stock engines and he's like yeah well i had the problem solved uh, and i was like oh how'd you solve the problem he goes well i had a pneumatic valve train back in 1990 and it's like what the nhra wouldn't approve it you know just like amazing warren johnson stories it's great stuff so yes. i'm glad you enjoyed that one yeah there's more to come hidden horsepower we're going to be very busy over the next couple of weeks well that's good that's good I, I will i do enjoy them i i catch little tidbits out of them that that help me along just with things that I didn't know or things that I thought I may have known in the past building engines. So it's, it's, it's quite good. I like it. Well, good. Did you get anything out of Jake Raby? Uh, not no more than much that I always got out of Jake Raby. All right. Yeah. He was very <laughs> his, his secret, secret was the Nickies, what they call the Nickies, the nickel plated cylinders back in the time with the, uh, with the VW engines and he did the type fours and it was always by the Nickies, you know, they call them the Nickies and, uh, and now he's do it going with the sumo uh, coating, I think with the sumo bore. Yeah. It, it was, yeah. it was interesting. Man. Well, that's it. That's the whole thing. It's, it's, you know, even for a guy like me, who's probably never going to build an engine, but you know what? It's making me want to build an engine. Listening to that, you know, the podcast, it, it makes me like, man, I bet I could go find a six liter LS in a junkyard and, uh, you know, pull it apart and put it back together. Like I could probably do it, that. It really does. It, it really does make you want to get out there and do something. Uh, and I know do I have a five, three to go in a 64 Jeep. That's another project. And it really makes me want to get out there and start tearing it down uh, to put it back together. There is. Let's uh, let's make a a, a pact to complete oh. some projects this year. All right, I'll get those window regulators in, and you finish the Jeep. No, I'll get my Camaro back on the road first. I'll All right, I, I like. It. I got to get the little '79 Camaro back on the road. That's that's the first one. Yeah, those Gen twos, man. They're uh, they're popular again. Yeah, it's an X drag car. You know, it's got a 388 in it, so we can put it on the street. So. Get those Cummings boys to help you out. <laughs> I made some stripes on him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we know the guy, the flying airbrush. He'll will make you like a part of the Mosier family. That All right, true. Bobby. Thank you, Joe. All right, there he goes, Bobby Graham. Everybody, Bobby Graham weighing in, and there it is. Back to the conclusion of the show. 
Big thanks to Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School and the Dragster Adventure and everybody supports us. We can get a face covering at WFORadio.com. We've got our store, all kinds of good stuff. Getting geared up again, baby. It's WFO time. Thank you so much. Appreciate all of you. We'll see you next time right here on WFO Radio. WFO! This is WFO Radio. Yeah, welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers do not necessarily reflect that of the station ownership, advertisers, or agencies. Subscribe to WFO Radio on iTunes. Never miss a show. And don't forget to write a review. WFO.